Today's scripture reading is from Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 to 10. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For you reap whatever you sow. If you sow to your own flesh, you will reap corruption from the flesh. But if you sow to the Spirit, you will reap eternal life from the Spirit. So let us not grow weary in doing what is right, for we will reap at harvest time, if we do not give up. So then, whenever we have an opportunity, let us work for the good of all, and especially for those of the family of faith. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you very much. <clears throat> While I was sitting there, uh, I was thinking, wow, what a blessing this is. Once a week, we gather together for about an hour. We sit down here and we participate in passionate uh, leading of praise and uh, we sing uh, with them with our voices. And, uh, and then uh, you listen to this beautiful harmonized uh, uh, choir singing and we reflect upon life and we pray. What a wonderful way uh, to really recuperate ourselves uh, every week. So I think it's, uh, it's wonderful that we have uh, weekly uh, worship. <clears throat> Today, uh, let us reflect upon, you know, sermon. I think it's just reflection on life. Sermon is not necessarily a religious education or teaching. I look at it as a reflection upon life. So when I went to Teasdale, uh, I told them, uh, let's have Bible study. Instead of Bible study, let's have life study. It's a life study. And a sermon is basically reflection upon life. And today, we liked, I'd like to reflect with you uh, on certain aspect of life. St. Paul said, do not be deceived. And last week we uh, meditated on Paul's life. Paul had uh, deceived himself for all his life. He really thought that he was living a good life. Uh, But, you know, he was just reacting and responding to people's kind of uh, reaction to him. So he thought that, okay, this kind of life is good life. So he lived uh, that life. And then, but spirituality is just coming to yourself, coming to your naked self. That's what spirituality is. We, we, most people are too scared to come to yourself because we have a lot of weaknesses and shortcomings and ugly things and all that. So we don't really come to ourselves. So we hide it. So that people don't see that and people react to us, uh, you know, with attraction. So, uh, without realizing it, we are deceiving uh, ourselves sometimes. And Paul did that same thing uh, in his own culture. Uh, during, uh, during his time, uh, whatever people admire was different from what we admire. But he did all the uh, things that people admired. And then he lived, he thought that he was living a really, really good life. And then he met Christ and all of a sudden he came to himself and then realized that, hey, I didn't really, I didn't see myself deep uh, within. And then I was deceiving myself. And then when he discovered himself as naked self, that was uh, what he found. And I share with you. I do not, under, uh, I do not understand my own actions. 
For I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Wow. Uh, what a revelation. I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. That's kind of conflict uh, that we all go through. Uh, sometimes we don't understand our own actions. And we should not deceive ourselves as a human being. Uh, then you are not living your life. You are living somebody else's life. <laughs> I want to live my life. You know, uh, I don't want to live somebody else's life. I don't want to live my life to please other people. Uh, that doesn't mean that I just want to live to please myself. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. I want to live my life, authentic my life, whatever it is. It may not be perfect, but it's my life. I want to claim back my life, not somebody else's life. But as a ministry in the beginning, there was a difficulty. I tried to live my life, and then they, they tell me, oh, you're a minister, you're supposed to do this and that. No, I don't want to do that. Right? I want to live my life. I think ministers should live the most authentic life uh, as a minister. So we should not deceive ourselves who we are. Who we are. Both strengths and weaknesses. Our body is very honest. For example, when you eat irregularly and unhealthy food and don't do any exercise, soon your body will tell you, this is what's going on. The body is very honest. You cannot deceive your body. Uh, and our spirit, our soul is honest too. You know, soul is not really something material. Uh, soul is uh, beyond your physical body, what gives you uh, meaning and joy of life. That's what soul is. Uh, just having body, you cannot uh, experience joy and meaning and all that stuff. Soul is there. It's invisible. A soul is there to uh, really enjoy uh, the fulfillment of life. It's not that you like dissect yourself and see where is the soul. You know, soul is not that kind of, uh, kind of thing. Soul is what is invisible, is immaterial, but it gives you the joy. You know, when, you, when, you, when God created uh, heaven and earth, the creation story, actually, what is really important is the last day. It's, last day is not the day of rest. It's not just day of rest. Last day, he created two things. One blessing, the other sanctification. In other words, he created all the material things. On the last day, he sanctified all those material things so that those things come alive. Same thing. Our body, our body may, be, may be good, but when our soul is not good, our life cannot be enlivened. So if you don't take care of your soul, then your life cannot even if you're healthy physically, your life cannot really enjoy the freedom, joy, and meaningfulness, and abundance. You know, uh, we know the, uh, this story very well. A disciple, came, uh, a disciple came to his master. The master told him, and seeing him, hey, there's a war within you between worldly desire and your desire for God. And the uh, disciple asked, which one will win? And the master said, 
whatever you feed, that will win. Whatever you feed, if you continuously feed worldly desire, that will win. If you feed godly desire, desire for God, and that will win. That's why Saint Paul said in verse seven, "Do not be deceived. God is not mocked, for you reap whatever you sow. You reap whatever you sow." It is spiritual truth. Or simple common sense. Whatever we constantly think about, that will shape who I am. Thinking is very important. Whatever you think all the time, that will shape who you are. So whatever we feed will grow and win. So in verse eight, Paul said, "If you sow to your own flesh, you will reap corruption from the flesh." But if you sow to the Spirit, you'll reap eternal life from the Spirit. So, if you continuously think about negative things, you become a negative person. If you continuously think about dark things, you become your life will become dark. When you when you're continuously judging others, think about people's weaknesses and shortcomings and all that, then you will become judgmental person. Whatever you think will shape who you are. Often we say that what you eat is what you are, but actually, what you eat is not、uh, what you are. What you think is what you are. Whatever you think continuously, constantly, that makes you who you are. That's why Saint Paul said in another、uh, letter, he said this: "Finally, beloved, whatever is true." Whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, and if there is any worthy of praise, think about these things. Think about these things. Think. Honorable, beautiful, godly, pure. These things we positive things, good things. We think about when everything goes wrong. You still think about it'll be all right. Things will turn out all right if you continuously think. You become a very positive person. The movie that I really、uh, loved and enjoyed is、uh, "Life Is Beautiful." Is it? It's about that、uh, man with his son, and then, and then there's a war, and he's getting、uh, arrested, and he's running, and then he really so positive. He shows life is good, and life is beautiful. I do believe that life is good, and life is beautiful. If life is not good and life is beautiful, it's not beautiful. Why do you live? If life is not good, why do you live? If life is not beautiful, why do you live? I do believe that life is good, and life is beautiful, and I have to continuously、uh, think about that. And I think people are beautiful. All of you are beautiful, even though you have shortcomings. I think you're beautiful. If you're not beautiful, why am I here? Right? <laughs> you're beautiful. So we continuously think about these people are beautiful. But if you start thinking that these people are ugly, 
then all your relationships will, will go wrong. We have to continuously think about good things, hope. When you always hope for and meditate on beautiful life, your life will become beautiful. But important thing is constantly repetition. Just because you exercise one day, your body will not get better any better. Just because you had healthy food for one meal, your your, your health will not uh, will not uh, be restored. Continues make a habit. That's why Bruce Lee, uh, he said this. I fear not the man who has practiced ten thousand kicks once, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick ten thousand times. Whatever you do continuously, if it is an important thing, then make a habit, make repetition, continuous repetition. Spiritual journey is creating these repetitions. Spiritual journeys is finding good habit, and then you keep doing that. We have to make a good habit of living a spiritual life. If if health is important, we make a habit of doing exercise. If deep connection with God is important, we make a habit of doing prayer and meditation. If understanding of the truth is important, we make a habit of the studying of studying the Word of God. If you keep doing that, you will learn about the truth, even the will of God. You cannot understand the will of God, all of us. I told uh, Joshua Group and also Friday Bible study. Uh, when I hear uh, Toronto Symphony, it's beautiful. Yeah, so oh, they, they, they uh, play, you know, uh, the orchestra, the symphony, and it's, uh, I enjoy very much. But when the real conductor comes and then hears, hey, oboe, you're a little bit too fast. Or flute, you're a little bit off pitch. And all this, he can hear all these little things. I cannot hear. But his, his ear is trained to be able to hear that in the same way. Understanding God's will, it, it will not come overnight. When you continuously tune yourself into God's will, then ultimately you'll be able to hear God's will. You know, as we try to make changes, sometimes we get frustrated and disappointed because change does not happen easily and fast. That's the nature of change. Change never happens easily. Change never happens fast. Change that happens fast is not, may not be real change. The nature of change is, is never fast and never easy. And that's why some, uh, some people say, uh, you know, change is impossible. Just live. I don't, I don't believe, I don't share that belief about life. I do believe that change is always possible. You say that, you know, to all old dogs, you cannot uh, uh, teach tricks. Like old dog like me, 
I think you can uh, teach tricks too. I do believe that change is possible anytime. My uh, golf partner, one of them uh, is, uh, how old is he? He's about 78 or so, something like that. And, and three years ago, he could at most hit 200 yards. And then three years later now, he hit about 220 yards. As he gets older, he gets, better, he gets better. I do believe that change is possible. But change, the nature of change is always slow, always difficult, always invisible. Change is invisible. You don't see change within you. Other people see change in you. Paul, the, whatever you sow, you reap. And then we take that negatively. We think that if you commit sin, you'll be punished. Whatever you sow, sinful things, you reap the punishment. We look at it only uh, negatively. We are good at doing that. But that's not really what Paul is saying. Let us consider another letter of Paul, what he said about sowing and reaping. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 42 to 44. So it is with the resurrection of the dead, what is sown is perishable, what is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonor, it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, it is raised in power. It is sown a physical body, it is raised a spiritual body. If there is a physical body, there is also a spiritual body. Very opposite of what we just uh, read in the beginning, uh, uh, what uh, uh, Bob read. But same thing. We have a lot of con contradiction within us because we are weak. We know that whatever we sow will reap. And yet, we don't sow beautiful things because we are weak. It's not because we don't know it, but because we are weak. But we experience God's grace who raises the opposite of what we sow. We sow the perishable, but God raised the imperishable. I do believe that that is God's grace. You reap whatever you sow. I'm not, I don't think Paul is saying you will get the consequence of sin. Well, I think that is promise. If you sow justice, you don't see it fulfilled right away, but ultimately, you will see justice being done. When you sow beautiful things in your life, it will not be wasted. Ultimately, you will reap the beautiful things in your life. I think that is 
promise of God. So do not get discouraged. Let us sow what is beautiful in your life. Ultimately, you will see the fruit of it. The other day, and then be patient. Continuously be patient. The other day, I watched a very good movie. Uh, it's called Maru. It is about three uh, elite climbers who struggle in the Himalayan, uh, uh, the top, tip of the Himalayan uh, mountain, and Maru Mountain. It is a, they call it shark's fin. It is impossible. Once they try, and they got all frostbites, and then uh, they could not succeed. And then in the uh, training, one of the person uh, got also killed because of avalanche. But they never gave up. They tried again. They went up, and finally, I mean, it looked impossible to do that. But they were able to do that. It was inspiring. Even unbelievers, they do that kind of thing. We believers, we never give up. We never get disappointed. We'll keep going, keep sowing the seed of beauty. And ultimately, the beauty will be able to reap. I think that's a life lesson for all of us today. Let us sing together.